Welcome to The Smut Hive, where each week we take you deep into our take on all kinds of dark romance books, especially the men we hate to love to read about. But we warn you now, we're both going to have an opinion on all the things, so spoils upon spoils will occur. We also want to duly note that this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all of the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and of course, filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Let's do this. Hello. Hi, guys. So, episode three. Welcome. Yeah. We are reviewing Artful Lies and Wicked Truths by Jody Ellen Malpas. Wowza. So good. So good. But before we get into that, um, I'm a TikTok guru now. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. We've got some serious followers. Also, I we love our friends and family. Yes. But, I mean, you guys listen to support us, right? So... Are you obligated to like our page? Perhaps. These people, though, are not obligated. So TikTok is all about non-obligated people. Yeah, like new friends. Right, new friends friends. that seem to really like it. We've had some authors contact us to review their books. So we already have things in the works for season three. It's going really well. And my videos are pretty awesome, I feel like. So if you haven't checked out my TikTok account, well, not mine, ours, The Smut Hive, do it. You'll be amazed by how amazing I am. I'm tooting my own horn because honestly, I'm so proud of myself. Yes, you are because I literally can only sign into my TikTok (laughs) app because you set it up for me and said, listen, bitch, all you have to do is press this button and then you look at stuff. So that's as far as like I go. So you are definitely deserve all of the kudos. Thank you. Thank you. Because the TikTok stuff is so fun and you do a lot of great stuff with it. So I thank you. Anytime. And all of the new people, welcome. Yes, welcome if you're listening. Yes. We're excited to have you. We are, but we're super excited about this book because, listen, I know that we constantly talk about a different, like, book boyfriend or book husband and, like, oh, this is my favorite, like, for every single one. Yeah. But this one, this man in this book series, wow. Becker Hunt, ladies and Becker gentlemen. Becker Hunt, you're welcome. Uh, there wasn't one single thing in this entire book series for me that I didn't love. I wasn't annoyed. I wasn't annoyed. I can't remember the last time I read a book and s- there wasn't something that annoyed me. Right. This was no annoyance. I loved everything. It was mysterious and sexy as hell. And I love the chemistry, the plot line. It's different. It's different. It's very different. I mean, you do have your, you know, your billionaire playboy type of atmosphere, but it's a completely new take on the dark romance. I mean, he's he's rich, he's good looking, he's mysterious, he's an asshole. Yeah. 
he is all of the absolute things that you want to look for in mm-hmm. kind of the book hero, but yeah. he's very flawed. He's super fucking naughty. Yeah. Super fucking naughty. Very dominant. Yes. Ridiculous even. But the way that the book goes on, I mean, it, there's a very great slow burn that happens, I think, in the beginning yes. of the book because you take a long time, you know, to kind of get where your characters can't yes. do without each other. But there's a lot of side characters that come in that have some comic relief to them. There's adventure in the story. Um, it has it all. Right. The action and, but most definitely the sex. Yes. Yes. And the money... It's not about the money in this one. It's about treasures. And by treasures, I mean like arts and sculptures and like those kinds of, I mean, they're not priceless. They're like $50 million, but. He's an antiquities dealer. Yeah. And a very powerful, rich one. Um, We meet Eleanor Cole, who is the amazing woman lead. I loved her. Yeah. Um. She wasn't annoying to me at all. She held him off for a while. She wasn't super wishy-washy for me. And we all know that that's like my biggest issue is the wishy-washy. Do what you say. Yeah. Practice what you preach kind of thing. And she did. So I really did like her. We meet her essentially... Her dad has died. She comes from a very small town. She just found out her fiance cheated on her with her best friend. So she leaves. She goes to London. So this is set uh, in London. Mm -hmm. And again, with the Jodi Ellen Malpas books, the British slang is everything. Yeah, I fucking love it. It It makes me laugh. It just adds a little more. Yeah. Something for different. Me. Yeah. Something extra. Right. I mean, you know, not actually having been to London, you can still kind of get the atmosphere yeah. of what you're looking at. These are very posh places. Yeah. You're dealing with like an ancient like house that yeah. deals with arts and antiquities and stuff like that called the Hunt Corporation. You're, you know, here, her family, her father ran like a very small antique yes. store in like some little village in England. So she's now moved to London and she's applying everywhere to yeah. every art house to like, you know, use her degree and be useful and the experience she knows. And throughout this, like you open up the book with like the shittiest day for her possible. Yeah. Like she's late going to an interview because there's like a dick who steals her cab mm-hmm. And, like, a guy she keeps running into that's really fucking hot, but he's steals just an scarf. asshole. He's just steals a dick. Steals her scarf, steals her cab. She yeah. keeps running into him. She thinks he might be a stalker. But he's gorgeous, and he's hot. But yeah. everything that comes out of his mouth is, like, you're a pure fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, you know you're God's gift, and that's why you're treating yeah. me this way. But she gets, you know, quote, unquote, a surprise call, interview, come show up at this place and interview for this great job. But we're not going to tell you where it is yet. You need to pass this test. Right. The hidden doors and the dark alley to the left. And then you go right. It's all very, like, secretive. And she, at this point, is like, I have nothing to lose. I need to find a job. I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. So she does. And it ends up being like, you know, I don't know how easy it is to kind of picture it in your head but it's like set in the middle of like old school central london but there's some kind of like you know 
I don't know, walls or gates or something around it. Yeah. And you got to go through an alley and then you finally get into the house itself and there's courtyards and it's all very private. Yeah. But yet still in the middle of central London. Right. So that it was weird, but very cool. But she has like an interview with like a really old lady. Her name is Mrs. Potts. And Morgan and I both agree that we kind of seriously considered like Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Absolutely. Beast. Absolutely. The second they said, the second her name was placed like in writing, immediately in mind was like Beauty and the Beast, Mrs. Potts, like white hair, giddy, cheery, but a little bit of sass. Yeah. Like, like this old lady. Like I loved yeah. it. That's yeah. immediately what I thought of. Yeah. And the job is for basically like a curator, yeah. so to speak. Like there's treasures in this house and this is where the corporation is ran. And it's a, the Hunt Corporation is now ran by um, Becker Hunt and the Hunt family. The grandfather is still alive, but he's old. He's in his eighties yep. and shit. And so, you know, whatever, what she knows of this company and what she knows of Becker is that he is just an asshole. Yeah. Like he's a womanizer. He's a player. He sells, you know, all these high-end antiquities and, you know, does all these things or whatever. But she does need this job and she does take this job. Yeah. But she finds out from being in an interview and, like, in an office and just imagine, like, a 1800s, like, library. Yeah. And she turns around and he, Becker Hunt, is sitting in the chair. Well, Becker Hunt is also the same asshole that she ran into, like, that entire day. That stole her cab. Stole her cab, yeah. stole her scarf, spilled coffee on her, like, just a bunch of different fucking things. And she's like, I cannot believe I've already cussed you out and you're my lifeline. You are the last job yeah. offer I have. And, and he hires her. She calls him, this is one of my favorite things in the whole book. She calls him a holier than thou twat. And yes. I am obsessed with this nickname. And she continues it throughout the entire book. And I fucking love it. Yeah. He's cocky. He is. He's so cocky. He's so mouthy. He's just looking at her like, listen, like you're, I'm hot. Everyone knows I'm hot. Right. I fuck everyone. Everyone wants to fuck me. You're not going to be immune to that. But you also are going to work for me. So I'm going to make these rules for you to do. And you're going to do everything I say. And you're going to bring me files and bring me right. coffee. And I'm going to antagonize you. And you're just going to deal with it. And she does. Yes. And this is where we have the slow burn. Yes. Because she pretty much decides, like, listen, I want to be professional. I don't want to get involved with someone right. like I you. I need this job. I need this job yeah. more than I need the heartache that you're going to cause me. Like, I'm sure it would be great. But at the same time, yeah. like, I know everything I need to know about you. So I just want to work yeah. here. And he's he, using everything. everything. Everything in his power to, like, slow burn. Like, he calls her princess. He yes. refuses to call her by her name. He intentionally makes it so she, like, catches him in the act with, like, this bitch named Alexa, who oh. we immediately hate and you hate throughout the entire book. Yeah. She's, like, the nemesis. Yeah. And... They're very attracted yeah. to each other. Yeah. And he pushes he, himself yeah. on her and he knows like, you know, whispers on your, in your ear yeah. and breathes on her neck. And of course she instantly wants to give in and yes. does almost, you know, yeah. a couple of times. So this is our slow burn. Lots of different things happen, but she, I don't know. He, she turned him down. She got ready to leave and um, she runs into him actually like half naked. So she's never seen him without his shirt on. And when he turned around, she sees he has this entire like map tattooed on the back on his back. Like, yeah. His whole entire back is covered in a tattoo Hot. and she's mesmerized by looking at the tattoo. And then she starts realizing he's fucking this other chick yeah. because she turned his ass down. Yes. There's a lot of that. A lot. A lot of that. It's yeah. really great. It uh, again, 
not one single thing throughout this whole entire slow burn was I at any time like, oh my God, can we get to it? Or like, this is taking forever. Like they should have had sex three chapters ago. Yeah. Which is pretty rare for me. I like sex to happen pretty quick, like Mm -hmm. down and dirty and to the point. Uh, But this slow burn, I loved. Yeah. I loved. There um, is an introduction to, and this is... (laughs) For me, one of the funniest parts of the book is Becker has a dog named Winston and he is an English bulldog Mm -hmm. and he is like the sassiest dog ever, but he is like Becker's best friend. And he obviously gets introduced to Eleanor because she works there. So she goes in and is eating, you know, in the kitchen and she likes to communicate and talk with like the grandpa, Mr. H Mm -hmm. and Mrs. Potts. Mm -hmm. And Winston, like, falls in love with her, like, loves Eleanor. Yes. And, like, essentially, he doesn't like Becker anywhere near her. And he, like, growls at him and he barks and, like, yanks on his pant leg. And just the the relationship, for me, was one of the funniest parts of this book. And when a book can make me laugh out loud which is rare. Yeah. I love it. It makes me love the book even more. Yeah. Because you've got Eleanor spending all of her work day. Yeah. Spiting off the advances and the temptations of Becker. Right. But she's also doing a job. So she's like gathering information from other art houses. She's setting up private viewings for people that want to come and buy shit that, um, that Becker has. And he's taking her to like art exhibit type things or, you know, auction houses and shit like that. But he also has like the old grandpa who lives in the house Mm -hmm. and you've got Mrs. Potts who's running the house and taking care of everybody and they're warning her off. They're pretty much letting her know like, look, we needed your help here with all the work and we like you and we like you in our inner circle and we like you being here in our house and with our treasures and knowing our stories, but you need to stay away from him because he's no good. He's no good to women. Yep. Do not get in a relationship. It is a lost cause. Yep. He will never change. Yep. He has secrets. He has things that are always going to be a priority and it's never going to be you. And so she, I feel like, goes in with a very clear understanding of what she's getting into. Yes. But she still does it. And she knows she's doing it. She makes no apology for that. No. Well, while the slow burn is happening and while she's still fighting him off, she's telling them, you know, telling Mrs. Potts and Mr. H, like, I'm immune. I'm right. immune. Stop talking about me. Because, she, you know, he'll kiss her stupid in the hallway or something and she'll come stumbling into the kitchen and they're having tea and they're looking at her like, oh, no. Yeah. Becker touched yeah. you. We told him to stay away from you. Yeah. yeah. But you do find out with Becker, as all men, he's got issues. Mm, he's got issues. She finds out he's got a therapist. She finds out there's this family vendetta. Mm-hmm. She finds out that he is maybe not a spick and span clean businessman. Yeah. Um, she's finding out a lot of things that bring her own judgment into question. Like not only why would I put myself through this with this womanizing asshole, but I do want to feel all these great things that he's making me feel. And yes, the sex would be fucking amazing, but what would be left of me at the end? Because not only is he going to use me for the sex, but he's also probably not a good man. Right. Like what he tells her about certain secrets of his life morally don't match up to who she is as an individual so she does have to sit back and really think about 
what she's willing to give up. And she does say numerous times, like, my dad would not be okay with this. Yeah. And they had a close relationship and she's not telling her mom. Like, it's pretty much a secret outside of her best friend that she meets that, like, lives in her flat. Her name is Lucy. Love her. She's a hot mess. She doesn't apologize for it. And she tells Eleanor the truth. Like, she's very blunt. I did really like her as the best friend character in this. She added a lot to the story, I felt like. She did. She did. Because she had a lot of great banter. And like you said, she would just tell her the truth. Yeah. Because, you know, of course, Becker and Eleanor would fight. And then she would run home. And then Lucy would be like, yeah, he sucks. He's an asshole. Because that's what your BFF does. Right. You get drunk. And then you wake up the next day. And he makes up for you. And you go back. And then she calls you like, hey, you want to go to lunch? And you're like, yeah. So what happened was I went back. And now I'm in his bed. Right. She'll just be like. You know, you're an idiot, but love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Right. And that's what you need yes. in your best yep. character. So she was a hot mess. She presented a lot of great hot mess situations. Yes. Um, but once they finally, you know, you, you've got your slow burn, you've got your establishment of like kind of what's happening and what she's finding out about Becker, but you do get to a point where she is going to give in and they are going to start their relationship is nothing but sexual. And for the love of God, the sex in this book was so good damn he's so fucking kinky he loves to spank oh he is now jillian thought that i would hate this because i did not like the spanking in the this man series who which is also written by jody ellen malthus right which was episode one and two if you'd like to go back um so shockingly enough I liked the spanking in this book. I don't know why particularly. I think if I had to guess, for me, the spanking in this man was more of like angry punishment. Like it wasn't used a lot and like we're fucking and I'm going to spank your ass in like a sexual manner to make it better. I didn't feel like that happened in this man. I didn't feel like it was an addition to something hot and sexy. It was like, I'm going to spank you because you're getting punished because I'm angry and then we're going to have hot sex. Yeah. In this book, I just felt like it was more sexually motivated. Yeah. Like your ass looks fucking hot in that dress. I'm going to spank your ass. Yeah. Spank. And that's a requirement. You know? Even yeah. Some of the dresses yes. that she wears to different yeah. things is if he can pull it up in the right way and right. move her knickers to the side and whoop that ass. And right. he does, but he makes it like so sexy, like whack. And then, his fingers are in her and right. he's smoothing the ache and yeah. all of those great things. And then it's back to the whack again. And then right. she's just a hot right. mess, a puddle of goo. Like whatever it is you're yep. going to do to me next, let's do that. So let's talk about how he only fucks her from behind. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's one of the things that was a little off for us as readers. Yeah. Uh, also for Eleanor. I don't think she realizes it. She doesn't realize it right away. She's yeah. just so wrapped up in like the sexual encounter is like a whole thing. Yeah. She doesn't actually realize, well, he's never fucked me while looking at me. He's only done me from behind. Yeah. And once she realizes it, she does freak out and she does stop him. But how did you feel about the only sex from behind? Like, did you like it or did you think it was off? I fucking loved it. And yeah. I, I think it's because Shocker. I, I know, right? <laughs> I almost feel like 
it wasn't even an issue until the until Eleanor was like, listen, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to kiss you while you're inside me. This right. Time. And at that point, I was like, oh, well, I guess that's never happened in the, you know, 13 chapters of straight up fucking sex you guys have all the time. And here's why. It was so hot. It was. It wasn't like oh, it's the end of the night and we've had dinner and everyone's gone to bed and now we're going to go to bed and we're going to take our clothes off and I guess we're going to lay in bed and oh, I guess you should fuck me before I have to wake up in the morning. It was, she would be going down the hallway and get snatched up, grabbed, pulled into a room, shoved up against the wall, yeah, shoved up against the wall. If she moaned or said anything, he would tell her to shut the fuck up. And he loved it, by the way. Every wall in that house he pushed her up against, every door, every desk desk he laid her down. Mm -hmm. It was all very much a buildup, and he was just always spanking, always, you know, from behind. They were always both, both were getting off. Yeah. Yeah, it was hot. It was hot. And then when she mentioned it, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And then they, you know, but they still went back to fucking every which way. They did. And he was very big into foreplay because there was a lot of that during the slow burn, you know, like, you know, he touched her. Yeah, he liked to go down on her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But his tattoo. Hot. Oh, man. Because now she's seeing him naked on the regular. Right. And she's also living in his house now. So, like, they, I don't know, were at a meeting or did a dinner or something and she was going to go back home and he found out that. So her, her apartment got broken yeah. into. So she's now living in his house, in his bed, shamefully getting her tea yes. in the morning by not looking at Mr. H and Mrs. Yeah. Potts by like, yeah, I'm not immune anymore. Right. And we're like, duh, we knew that. But he's so hot. And I think with Becker, for me, they do do a, a description of him. He's like got this like mousy, brownish blonde hair. Glasses. Glasses. Yeah. Lean, but fit yeah. this tattoo of this map covering his always back. wearing like a pristine suit yes and, yeah but he's cocky he's arrogant he's an asshole he knows everybody is looking at yeah. him he knows what the window packaging looks like yes. he knows the effect he has on women and he found her buttons real quick oh, that was yeah. his goal yes his goal was i'm gonna fuck with this girl because i want to fuck her yeah he knew he wanted her from the time that he stole her scarf in yeah. like book two like he knew he wanted her he set up yes interviewing her and hiring yeah. her and he's letting her in on his secrets and he's a treasure right. hunter there's a treasure behind all of this, this yes. is kind of the subplot of the book that has killed his parents like killed you know his grandpa never found the treasure his parents died in pursuit of the treasure his grandpa doesn't want him to have anything to do with it because he doesn't want Becker to die. Becker can't do anything but concentrate on this treasure. Yes. He's never going to love anymore because he's still grieving. He's yeah. grieving his parents. Why bring anyone into his life because they're in danger because yes. of who he is and all of these different things. And so every part of her is saying, this is really bad for me. Yes. This is going to be horrible for me. I should not let this man have me. But at the same time, it's I can't not right. let this man have me. Yep. And he's bringing her into his circle of trust. And he does say that, like, he makes her sign an NDA, which also is cute. Like, it's work-related, but then also, like... He adds addendums. Like, you must answer my text within five minutes, and if you do not, I'm going to spank your ass yep. kind of thing. And so, then you have to sleep in my Yes. Room. So it was very cute, but he does let her in and lets her know, like, you're in my circle of trust. I don't trust a lot of people ever. You're the first woman that I've ever wanted anything to do with outside of fucking so you do get introduced into his i guess a legal side business which Mm -hmm. means you also get introduced to some enemies right 
So, yeah. I mean, there's lots of outside meddlers. Yeah. There's some enemies. She gets involved in that just simply because she's involved with him. Mm -hmm. So that becomes a thing. But, you know, she's still living in his house and he's still protecting her. And then where you are right now in the book is you're close to the end of book one. And what she's wanting is for him to admit that he loves her. Right. Because she's loving him, but she's not telling him that. But he's pretty much always told her, like, don't fall in love with me. I will hurt you. Right. Don't, Don't make, don't fall in love with me. Don't make that mistake. Yep. So, but again, all the sex, you're just kind of like, you can say whatever you want to say, as long as all of that sex continues to happen. Because this is work sex. This is in his office sex. This is when they come together at night sex. This is her, like, she goes to a bar with a friend and he's fucking her in the hallway. Like, there's always sex. Yes. Always. So the first book essentially ends with, she goes home when she's not supposed to be there. Back to her apartment. Back to her apartment to get some things and someone's in there. Yeah. And they have like a kind of a little, as you read it, it sounds like he's trying to, I don't know, not take her, but fight her off. She's fighting him. He's fighting her. There's a scuffle. Well, yeah, there's a guy in her apartment hidden behind a mirror that had like a ski mask on and all black clothes and her apartment's already been broken into once. So there's a little fight. The intruder runs off. She gets freaked the fuck out. Yeah, because she was right, attacked. and then runs back to Becker. the the Becker Becker at the Haven. So, and he's showering. So we're gonna stop there. We're gonna take a teeny tiny short break to give a thank you to the partner of the Smut Hive podcast. Welcome back. Okay. In the apartment, there was a fight. She runs back to the Haven because she's scared as fuck. Right. She walks in on Becker showering. Mm-hmm. So she... Tells him what she, happened. Yeah. She yeah, tells him, he's like, what's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong? Like, Tell me what's happening. And he's like, very emotional with her. Yeah, why did you go back yep. there? And he turns around... And there are scratches all over his body from their fight at her apartment. He was in the mask. He was the intruder. Yes. Shock. Done. I was shocked. I was like, oh, this is taking a turn here. Yeah. This is taking a turn. Downside. He tries to explain. She doesn't let him because she's freaked the fuck out. And she's like, listen, no, peace the fuck out. I'm gone. Yeah. I quit. Yep. I'm done. I'm done. You can't find me. Yep. She goes to her mom's, which I'm understanding is a couple hours away, like on a train ride to the little village. And she goes to see her mom. Yep. Into book one. That's it. Yep. Yeah. But when you start Wicked Truths, which is the second book, you start with her basically like she shows up at her mom's house. Her mom has a new bow Mm -hmm. because her dad's been gone for a minute. So you have that awkwardness and whatever. Then you've got just a girl that's had her heart broken. That's not going home to her mom. She also needs to deal with her dad's shop. So she needs to sell it. Her mom needs the money. She needs to clear out the crap. She needs to decide what's going to get donated, what stays. She goes to deal with that. And like, everybody wants to come visit her. Like one of the meddlers comes to visit her and she's like, what the fuck are you even doing here? And then Becker of course shows up to fight off the meddler. 
Then her ex-boyfriend shows up. The reason why she even left the town in right. the first place because he cheated on her with her best friend. Douche. Like all this crap is happening and her mind is just done. Like she just wants to get this shit done for her dad and for her mom. And she was spending time with her mom and she ends up at a bar. Yep. So mom's new beau is the owner bartender at the local pub. So mom and Eleanor get all dressed up and they go to the pub and they are having drinks and they're dancing and the ex-boyfriend shows up. Jesus. He just will not take no for an answer. Like she's basically told him like, listen, we don't need to conversate anymore. You told me that you're sorry. I told you I accept your apology. No, I don't want to be with you. No, I don't give a fuck about you. Go the fuck away. Right. And then, of course, Becker shows right back mm-hmm. up and he's all cocky and ridiculous yeah. and runs the ex-boyfriend off and then meets the mom and all this shit. And the mom is like, well, hello there. Who oh, are yeah. you? Like, I loved her mom. Yeah, her mom was not taking her side no. at all. She was just like, what the fuck is this? That's right. Right now. Um, but he tells her, look, I'm here. I'm going to be outside. I'm going to wait for you. You've got 10 minutes. Don't make me come the fuck back in here. Right. And she decides that she's, she knows she's going to go within yes. the 10 minutes, but she slams like, I don't know, six or seven fucking shots. Yes. It's wasted. I feel like that's something I would do. Yeah. Like, like I feel like that's maybe. Yeah. I feel like that is something that I would absolutely do. Uh, and I would go out when it was like two seconds to the 10 minutes, which is what she did, by the way. Yeah. But it doesn't take very many chapters no. before she's right naked. Because he does explain himself. We're not going to get into the details of that. We want you guys it's to believable. read the book. It's believable. Yeah. Uh, but they do. I mean, I think this is a turning point for them. He essentially tells her, like, you're it for me. Like, I want to be with you. This is not casual. I care about you. Come home with me. Let's do this thing. Right. Like, I've never had a relationship before. Right. I've had women. I've had lots of women. Sometimes I've never even had them, you know, twice. I don't care about women, but I care about you. Yeah. I care about everything about you from our work day to nighttime. Like, right. everything about us. Like, I want to do this and I want right. to do this. Like, you, you make me better. I'm a better person. I'm a better man. Yep. So swoon. Yeah. She swoons. Real Of course fast. she does. I'd swoon too. I would swoon too. Also, I'm drunk at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's fucking me. Right. And it's all happening. Right. So, yeah. But they have, I think... Once you settle into the relationship phase, I really like the banter. I mean, the sex continues and it's a lot and it's explicit and it's amazing. Yeah. And I absolutely fucking loved it. And this is where you kind of get the, he starts fucking her like face to face too. Yes. And then it's more just straight, rough, yes. crazy, kinky, naughty sex. You're also now getting that making love. Right. And the feelings and not being able to be away from each other yep. and the banter and the joking. And right. she's still calling him a holier than thou twat and a yeah. scoundrel. And she he'll do something and she's like, shut the fuck up. And he's like, no, you bitch, you shut the fuck up. Like, I'm about to spank your ass or mm-hmm. arse. Yeah. In British terms. In British terms. Yeah. But, but the chemistry and banter is, it honestly makes the book. It does. And it's very different. I mean, because again, he's arrogant and he's an asshole, yeah. like, but he never tells you any different. Like every conversation that they have is like, listen, these are the things that I am and yeah. I don't think I will ever change them. Yeah. And if you can accept that, I can give you these things. Right. So he does open up to her and you, she does open up to him and they do have this great relationship. And obviously a great sex life. And the family is now kind of all involved yep. in it. And the I love you. The I love you. Yeah. And yep. it's great. And it's then great. she accidentally finds 
something. Yeah. And Becker has told her numerous times, like, you're now more than poor, more important than my treasures, which is all she has wanted to hear. But she's not entirely sure that he's being truthful because she does think that if that is the stance he's taking, he's either lying or he thinks that she's enough, but she knows she's not. So there's a little bit of doubt in her mind, but so this thing was found. It's a treasure hunt. It's a treasure hunt. Becker leaves. He's sneaky about it and she gets pissed off. And then she's like, no, I'm going after him. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm not sitting at home while he's out there on this treasure hunt that I care about too. Like I'm invested. I'm going. And we can't move on until he finds this. This is his family legacy. This is the family rivalry that he has with some of the meddlers. It's a whole big thing. And it's an entire subplot that we really can't get into because it would just spoil the entire book. But I mean, you get all these great adventure scenes, I feel Mm -hmm. like, that we've not seen. Like, yeah, you've read read some mafia romance books, and then there's some kind of shootout scene. Or you've read vampire or paranormal books, and there's, like, you know, a battle. But this was really unique. Very unique in the action and the places that it goes. But she doesn't want, like, you know, we've we've had our I love you's. They live together. He wants to get married. And she wants to marry him and they want to have this life together, but she does not believe that she is enough. And she believes that somewhere down the road in their marriage, he will resent her because she, he doesn't go and find this treasure. And he finally finds the final piece to the treasure map that he needs. And he just goes, he just goes and he just leaves. And she's not going to let him walk away. She's she just shows up. She gets a wig. She gets all funny. Which, There's a lot of great things that the happen. The wig part was honestly so funny to me because, by the way, she's a ginger. She's a ginger. <laughs> toot toot beep beep. Yeah. Anyway, so she puts on this like I think it's like a long black wig. Yeah, long black hair. And she sees him randomly at this coffee shop. And she walks up to him in Italy Italy, and she like taps him on the shoulder and without looking at her, he's like, I'm taken. And she's like, oh, look at him saying he's taken. So she's like in love with that. But then she does it again and he like kind of whips around and he realizes it's her and he's like, Eleanor, what are you doing here? And like, also, why the fuck do you have that ugly ass wig on? And I was just. I loved it. Like, I loved the banter of him being like, you fucking never listen. I love you. But why the fuck are you here? Like, you need to go home. Yeah, and she's like, dangerous. no. Yeah. She's like, we're doing this together. Yeah, or we're I'm not at all. You. Like, right. You're not even going to get a chance to do it without me because I'm yes. going to kill you. So this is how it is. Let's get your bullshit done. Right. And let's go home and move on. Yep. Let's have the life we want. Right. Yeah. So, so that happens. Yeah. So stuff happens. Action, adventure, right. Indiana Jones type bullshit. Yep. It's great. Here we are. We're at the end of the book. Yeah. Okay. You get a long prologue. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of stuff. I love a prologue. I love I a good prologue. prologue. I like it when there's like multiple years yes. that pass. So like they get married. Yeah. They have a kid. Right. Like I want to know what's up. They have another kid. Yeah. Did he, did he find the treasure? Right. Did he not find the treasure? Is he still looking for the yep. treasure? Is he not for the, like, it's done. Yes. But they're happy. 
Yes, I love and it. And they're still having really great fun. Right, sex. and she's still calling him a holier than thou twat. Yep. And he's at this point like, yes, but I'm your twat, I'm and your she's twat. like, yeah. And you're my princess. That's right. And he always calls her princess, and I fucking love it. Me too. I love all of that. So, how do you rate this? I mean, I feel like I just want to say tens because, again, you're getting something unique. Yes. You're getting something that is not out there. I mean, yes, you're getting your dominant alpha asshole. Yeah. But he's very unique. His character is extremely unique because I think that you can appreciate that he looks great and that he would probably be a man that you could walk down the street and you would notice because he's so handsome. But what comes out of his mouth, you're just like, well, you are fucking trashy and naughty. Right. And I fucking love it. So, yeah. I mean, if I had to give score, like dick scores, I'm just going to give everything a straight 10. If I had a top five book boyfriend, Becker Hunt is in there. Same for yeah. me. I just, I loved it so much. I feel like it's definitely, because it's just the two books. Right. I feel like it's definitely something that I could literally read over and over again. And I would never get bored. I would always laugh. Yes. It's just, it's a good fucking book. And I, I feel like this was Jody Ellen Malpa's like best. best. Yeah. I, we all know I feel a certain kind of way about this man, just like you do. Yeah. Let's do a quick comparison. Okay. For me, the biggest difference was the main woman. So what are we? Eleanor versus Ava. Right. Ava annoyed me. To no fucking end. Yeah, I liked Eleanor better yes. than Ava as far as yes. her back and forth, wishy-washy. Right. Like, right. you knew she was always like, right. fuck, I don't yes. want to do this, but fuck, I right. want to do this. So, I like Eleanor yes. better than Ava. Me too. So, how do you feel about, like, the meddler's best friends, like, the side characters? I almost think I like the side characters in this man better. Okay. See, I like the side characters in artful eyes better for me i liked the best friend better yeah because well we already talked about why i liked lucy but i didn't like kate as much because i felt like she really wasn't the ride or die like she took the she took jesse's side yeah uh i lose lucy never did that yeah and so i feel like a one up on lucy for that one but i really did like the side characters in artful lies i know they're so different though because in this man you've got the crazy kind of eccentrics that you're gonna expect to see in like a posh london sex yeah. club and their family versus yeah. what you're seeing in artful lies wicked truth is all around the antiques world and right. it's rich and they're ridiculous yeah. and they're all you know espionage type of shit happens yeah. so they're two different sets but I mean, it really just, I don't even know why we're wasting this time. It all comes down to, Ugh, to the man. I know. So you've got Jesse Ward versus Becker Hunt. And I know you're picking Becker Hunt. And I know now. you're picking Jesse Ward. I am. <laughs> now, I'm saying that if there was a situation where there was like a Jesse Ward Becker Hunt sandwich, mm. like add some extra toppings to that bitch because I'm staying all motherfucking day. Yes. I would never leave that area, but Jesse is my original fucking asshole. Mm, I don't care see, how challenging and ridiculous he was. I'm I'm Becker. I would fuck you, them both. Oh, <laughs> in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yes. I feel like I would rather... I don't know. Jesse, I do feel like Jesse was 
more creative. He was very manipulative. So and creative in like creative. the sexual sense than yeah. Becker. But I don't know. I, for me, there were so many things that Jesse did that I just cannot get on board with. I don't care what kind of dick you bring into the fucking relationship. I can't get over it. No, so I, got over it it was I know you dick. did. It was the, the fantastic yeah. fucking dick. And I was Becker like, just outside of being like an legit asshole. He just <laughs> never did anything to her that I felt was like morally fucking wrong. And so I, I just, I don't know. I'm a Becker fan before I'm a Jesse fan. I don't know. I mean, again, neither. I wouldn't. I, I think what would happen is when Jesse would piss me off, I would like go hang out with Becker, hmm. and then when Becker ran his mouth or Jesse came back right. to Bravo, I'd be right back with Jesse. But for me, it would be yeah. my you know well, yeah. would be completely like I would go to Jesse, but like don't talk, like don't manipulate <laughs> me, don't no. just don't That's talk. Part of his kink, man. Well, but I'll take my kink with Becker. Yeah, come on, dude. It's great. I Becker Hunt. All the way for me. Yeah, he's great. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. Such a great read. Um, I did do the audiobooks for oh, these, mm-hmm. um, and they were great. The, the, the I don't know, the narrator, it, she's a chick, but she does do kind of the Becker voice. It is really mostly written from Eleanor's point of view. Okay. Um, so you only get, like, the prologue at the end of the second book is actually in Becker's okay. point of view. So that's the only time you got a male narrator. But they were really great. And just going on Amazon, like the reviews are really great. I think it's like four and a half stars. Um, I think I did look at a couple one star reviews, but they didn't make that much sense to me. It was just pretty much like he's too much of an asshole for oh. me to continue reading this book. No. I'm like, no, he's really not. I know. I know some were like this man fans. So they thought that's what this book would be like. And they were kind of disappointed that it wasn't. But I, yeah. who wants to read the same thing twice? Yeah. I. I wouldn't want that. Yeah. So I don't know. I would give this book five stars. It is not a Kindle Unlimited. No. I don't even think the first book is like discounted. No. She but, does have sales once yeah. in a while. And so if you follow her on social yeah. media, she might have like, oh, t- for today, Wicked Lies is $1.99 yeah. or something like that. So I did not even think twice. I think they were like four ninety nine. A piece. I don't know. I don't even care. I don't. Think I, I looked it was at so it. It was good. Like, it was you worth want to every read penny. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I do. Bye. And One done. click buy. <laughs> yep. Read it. Loved it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely think that this is a book that you guys should read. It's a series that's really great. She does a fantastic job. It, it's just this. You've not seen this book before. It's no. got twists and turns that yes. you didn't see coming, and a relationship that I don't think we've really seen on page yet. So, so it good. was great. Yep. Good job. All right. Well, next week. Um, we are going to be reviewing Beautifully Cruel, and that is by J.T. Gessinger, um, which I do believe is a Kindle Unlimited Yes, book. I believe um, so. It is part of a series. Like, there is a second book to it and kind of a little spinoff, and that one's still ongoing. But we're just going to talk about Beautifully Cruel because there is so much in that so book much. to talk about. It's so good. It is. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Next week, guys. See you then. So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at outlook.com. 
We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you. 